Welcome back to the Solidarity Podcast, where we share stories to connect with one another, find comfort in life's challenges, and to celebrate the solidarity that is being a woman. I'm your host, Riley. If you hadn't heard already, we're pregnant. Baby Sandra will be here this fall, end of September or early October. It's kind of up in the air. But this has been honestly a really, really sweet season. Uh, When we started trying for this baby, I knew I was way healthier, and so I expected it to go a little smoother, which it definitely has, to the point I thought something was wrong because it was going so well. So I don't take that for granted. I have had, like, the typical morning sickness, which I didn't really have as much with Hayden, um, and I've been really tired. But for the most part, it's been going pretty decently. I had prayed a lot about this pregnancy, and I really wanted to approach it differently. If you haven't listened to my birth story with Hayden, you can go back to season one and listen to that. It's like the third or fourth episode. Um, But if you were around for any of his pregnancy, you may remember how hard it was. There were so many ups and downs with my care. I had blood work taken in a parking garage. We drove hours back and forth. I was treated unkindly by many care providers. I had to fiercely advocate for myself and my family every step of the way. And it was exhausting. I bled quite a bit in my first trimester. I battled prenatal depression and anxiety, and in the midst of all of that, 2020 was raging on behind me, and we were still living with and helping care for Dustin's nanny. It was a really hard, exhausting season. Needless to say, the entire pregnancy was just anxiety. I don't remember truly being excited or joyful. I just wanted it to be over, and my misery showed through a lot in a lot of areas. My depression and anxiety was worse than it needed to be. My diet was horrific, and I rarely moved out of bed. Granted, I was writing a lot of the time for an online platform, so I was busy with work, but my anxiety and fear was at an all-time high. I'm beyond happy to report that this pregnancy has been completely different. I've had my anxious moments, but they've been quickly soothed by God's peace and by my incredible midwife and the team that I'm building for myself. I prioritized me and my care this time because even if it meant shelling out our own money, it was worth it to be treated with kindness, empathy, and respect. And that's something we'll probably talk about later on, either end of this season or next season, because it's stuff that I really want to touch on. So if you have a story in relation to that, reach out because I'd love to chat. Um, But I wanted my decisions and choices for this pregnancy to be honored and encouraged, and I knew that if I didn't have a support system for this, I'd be setting myself up for failure like I did with Hayden's pregnancy. I'm actually doing quite a bit differently this time. I'm not going to get into everything today because honestly, I'm not ready to have certain conversations that are very personal to me and my choices for this pregnancy, but I'll tell you a little bit. So I'm actively trying to keep my stress levels low with lots of breathing and lots of prayer and journaling. I'm staying busy with my body, which is naturally happening given that I have a household and a toddler to take care of this time. So that's not as much of an issue. But on the days that I'm not completely exhausted from first trimester hormones, I'm attempting to work out. I'm hoping by starting this in my first trimester this time, it'll I'll be able to get into heavier workouts again in my second trimester. Last pregnancy, I didn't even attempt workouts until the middle of the end of my second trimester, and needless to say, it showed. That's like one of the biggest tips I give to new moms is it's really, really hard to work out in your first trimester, but just keep moving so that you can move easier in your second. Um, my goal is to gain is to not gain as much weight this time and to have a happier, healthier, and more energized pregnancy. Now, weight gain in pregnancy is normal and you're supposed to gain some, but I gained way more than I should have because of my diet and my just how I was living my life. And this takes work, a lot of work. 
But by reminding myself of how miserable I was last time during pregnancy and postpartum, it's helped me muster up the energy to stay on track with a lot of my goals this time. That being said, I've also been super intentional with my nutrition this time. If I'm craving ice cream, I have a scoop instead of an entire container. I'm choosing healthier options um, and trying to give myself things that I know I'm going to love. Like, I love popsicles when I'm pregnant, but this time, instead of buying them from the store with a bunch of added sugar, I'm literally dumping pineapple into a popsicle mold and freezing it so that I have a pineapple popsicle that is delicious, but also not going to affect my sugar levels too as much as they could have. Anyway, that's just one example. Um, but I'm trying to be more intentional with the types of foods I'm eating and putting more of an emphasis on real foods and avoiding as much process as I was eating last time. I still indulge a little here and there, but basically I'm not sitting in bed eating an entire jumbo-sized box of goldfish, pretzels, Sour Patch Kids, and cherry popsicles like I did with Hayden. I'm very thankful that my main craving is fruit and cold veggies. Get back to me next trimester, though. (laughs) Um, I want to preface all this with the fact that I really prepared myself this time. From the time I was postpartum with Hayden, I knew I wanted to treat my body differently. And I, I had done that a little bit before his pregnancy, which is how I even got pregnant in the first place. But it was like a month journey, and then I got pregnant, and then it was all downhill from there. This time, I wanted to be healthier for myself and my family and for future pregnancies, and it worked. I'm not saying that's the case for everyone. In fact, there's a lot of healthy women who struggle with secondary infertility, and I hate even sharing my pregnancy because I know the hardship they're walking through, and it's just really not fair. So I don't say any of this lately, and I don't say any of it to say that I'm doing everything right, but I do know that people are curious and want to know how people do things, which is why I do share, because it's all a part of my story. I started with high-quality vitamins and improving the quality and quantities of my food, establishing better sleep and water practices. I've really worked on a lot of my stress coping mechanisms, and I've started to let a lot of things go. I've gotten involved in our church, and i prioritize friendships. I've really set better business hours for my work and chosen to pursue a life of balance instead of all or nothing because it doesn't matter how much money I have if I'm not around to use it because I killed my body or if I don't have relationships to share it with. It's really amazing what happens to your body when you let things go. I've let a lot of anxiety, sadness, and stress go. I've let go of a lot of trauma and of a lot of people who are really hurting me. I've truly prioritized my relationship with God and so that when I am in those moments where I'm scared, I can tap into his peace that he offers me. The outcome is not in my hands, but how I react is in my control. And nothing gets better with panic and binging, but everything feels better in his arms. I know this was very much about me today, which I apologize, but I wanted to give the Solidarity family an update before I wrap up the season in a few weeks. I also wanted to share a few resources and people that have helped me a lot in prepping to conceive and just the entire journey of getting healthier over the last year and a half. I really love Lauren Roxborough, the Low Rock Studio. It's an awesome resource for workouts, especially postpartum and building back strength at home. Fallon from Fallon's Table on Instagram is an awesome human to follow for all things pro-metabolic and just general nutrition info in general. And Corey Malloy is also amazing. They have a podcast together. Definitely recommend it. I will have all of them linked in my bio. And I also have been listening to some podcasts like the uh, Happy Home Birth podcast and there's a birth story one as well called The Birth Hour, a birth story podcast. So all of those definitely recommend. I'll link it all. And the podcast with Fallon and 
Corey is called Freely Rooted, the podcast. So definitely recommend listening to all of those. Um, even if you're just in a season of like thinking about wanting to get pregnant or just wanting to get healthier in general, all of them are really great resources. Um, obviously it's not a one size fits all. And I really didn't follow a specific regimen. I just implemented things that I felt like my body needed. And I think the most important thing to know about where I'm at in my journey is that I'm learning to trust my body for probably the first time. I have some serious trust issues from past pregnancies and weight gain and depression and anxiety and other trauma. And in learning to trust my intuition and lean into what my body is telling me that it needs, the way that God set it up to work, I've unlocked a lot within myself and it's helped me get to this point. It's an everyday struggle to maintain and I have to stay steady in my choices as to fall back or to give into my emotions and binge or stay on the couch for a week straight. But these women have helped me immensely in this journey of changing my mindset and healing my body. And I share because maybe you'll be able to glean something from them too. I can't wait to keep sharing this pregnancy with you. And I'm so thankful for everyone's love and support for our growing family. Thank you so much for listening in this week. Check out the show notes for information on how to connect, subscribe, and share if you'd like. And I'll meet you back here next Wednesday for a new episode. As always, I'm so glad you're here. You are wanted, needed, and loved. I see you, I hear you, and you, my love, by the grace of God, you are enough.